tool a year, you don't really have that unless you're doing an upper class writing mm-hmm. course, uh, such as drafting, which I'm doing right now. But it's not it's not really the same thing because there's more leeway. Mm-hmm. Um, so and also another big difference is the credits, the amount of credits you take because one a year. I think you take an average of 15 credits per semester. Mm-hmm. Um, you only need 11 credits minimum to be full-time. Mm-hmm. So two a year and three a year, you get to pick your own credit load mm-hmm. for each semester, mm-hmm. which is always helpful because, you know, you can plan ahead. You can say, okay, I want to take classes on this day and maybe do a clinic, which is like a practical placement. Mm-hmm. So work, you know, work experience. And then you can do a clinic on such and such a day like this, you could plan better, but one all year, you, you have no control over that. You know, you're given your schedule and you got to stick with it. Right. So I would say the, the biggest difference between one all year and two all year is that also just getting used to law school life. So undergraduate is completely different, um, which I'm sure everyone knows by now, you know, besides the scheduling, each course isn't really. I think undergraduate, they're not stressing. They're not stressing analytical skills more unless you're taking comparable classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have more more leeway on how to do assignments. Mm-hmm. Again, depending on which school and classes you take. But law school classes are definitely more different. You know, besides the famous cold calling. Oh yeah, um, which. You rarely experience an undergraduate unless you get that professor who likes to do that. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the biggest one. You can always, you know, they always have these clubs going, all these activities going on. But for one else, I don't see how it could come easily to just do everything because you just have so many things going on. You don't know what to prioritize. I mean, of course, you got to do classwork first, but you also want to have yeah. social life outside of class so that's always difficult yeah so as a 2L I can choose any classes (laughs) it'll depend on the school right so if you every school might have prerequisites so everyone has to take professional responsibility at our school you can choose to take it any semester you want but you have to take it Um, you're now focusing on business law and security stuff right and tax law right so the school has things called certificates which are yeah, like right. sort of like majors and undergraduate mm. so i chose the business law one and i have requirements for that mm-hmm. so like a major you got to take certain classes mm-hmm. and so for business law i got to take you know these foundational classes like corporations which everyone takes every, anyway yeah. um corporate finance securities regulation things like that mm. and then you also have to out of skills classes seminar classes things like that like advanced seminar so for example I had to take I chose secure transaction as an elective Mm -hmm. and you know and so forth but you don't have to do that I mean you can just you could take whatever you want if you don't pick a set path meaning a certificate or any equivalent at any other school so you yeah you you can basically pick whatever you want but a Unless the school has, you know, other classes that you have to take, such as professional responsibility. I know other schools have something like uh, legal regulation or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, they have other classes that they may require their students to take. So it'll depend on the school. 
Yeah. And I am also um, concentrating on IP, intellectual property. Mm. And I have taken patent law, copyright law, and now I'm taking patent practice. Mm. And I'm um, working with an attorney as a uh, part-time job. That's great. Yeah, so yeah, it's amazing. That's the reason why I came to law school. Mm. So yeah, everything's going well. Tool a year, I think, is more important to do something during the semester as well. You know, something practical. So you said, you know, you said you're doing mm-hmm. you know, working at a law office. I'm doing a clinic, mm-hmm. which is every school has clinic placements, clinic offerings. Mm-hmm. So, for example, at my school, we have something called a mediation clinic, which is where you you act as a mediator at a court. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's always good to get practical experience. You would do this during the summer as well, of course. But during the semester, I think it's better because you have experience in doing classes while at the same time working, mm-hmm. which is different than just working during the summer. Right. So I think you have more of a chance to get used to I guess how the real world would be like, you know, you're always going to get assignments. You're always going to do something at work. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a good balance right. to have. What do you think about uh, law schools um, talking about networking every time? Networking, networking. What's networking? What's the key point of networking? Right. So the goal of networking is to obviously get those connections that will help you later on. Mm-hmm. You know, the legal profession is profession that's very I would say very connected mm-hmm. meaning depending on the region where you practice I think you're going to start coming across the same people mm-hmm. it's a very tight-knit field mm-hmm. so you know networking allows you to get into that field mm-hmm. get into those circles that you want depending on what field you want to practice in mm-hmm. so networking would be very important it is very important mm-hmm. and as a student Mm-hmm. You know, you're basically starting from zero, right? right? I mean, unless you had a plan before law school, you already knew where you were working, you already had a job, you know, which is rare. Mm-hmm. I would say you have to step out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and attend those events, which is why it's also as a one-off, it's difficult because you want to do that, but at the same time, you really have to take care of your grades, you know, right. because one-off, first-year grades matter a lot. And, you know, while you should be focused, you can always do clubs and activities, which allows you to network within the student body, Right. which is very important because, you know, I think people don't realize it, but I think the most important network we can have is with our fellow law students. That's correct. Because, (laughs) you know, because they know you more personally, I think. And who knows, maybe you might meet your future partner in a law firm you know yeah, right you never know there yeah. are students who set up a law firm right after law school you know you never know what could happen yeah i want to uh reiterate the importance of having friends at law school um you know i had very hard time at a law school in one l year and you know i got benny here <laughs> who supported me without any reason you know uh, and i think I could uh, overcome that difficult period by having Betty by my side and <laughs> talk about the stupid things and you know, talk about podcasts in the future. So, yeah, I think definitely 
um, you should have friends in law school. And in terms of networking, somebody advised me that um, being yourself is the most important rule in networking. I think that's 100% correct. Right. Just be yourself and don't try to kiss ass. <laughs> and just, just Well, you got to kiss some ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. So, yeah, I think just being yourself and um, just talk to people, that's, that's the key in networking. Right. I mean, as a law student, it might be difficult at first because you're not used to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but just try. You have to at some point. Right. Better earlier than later, I think. Right. right. Yeah. Um, Moving on. What's, uh, what's your experience, let's say, with professors? Like, what kind of teaching style were you most comfortable with? What would you recommend to future law students, you know, how to better cope with different teaching styles? And since you came right. from Korea, right? Right, right. You had more of a disadvantage, maybe a language barrier or something. Yes. That's right. Compared to other students. So how would you, what would you recommend to other students who perhaps English wasn't their first language or maybe they're just coming from a different region? I would recommend that be confident and try and try. Put your head down and just try. Don't lose hope. Just keep trying. You will get there. If you keep doing that, your ability will improve and your professors will notice that you're trying very hard and eventually you will get there. Yeah, you will get there. I'm, I'm getting there, I believe. And yeah, you will get there. What, about, what do you think, Benny? Yeah, so I mean, coming from my position, I think I had some sort of an advantage because I was used to, you know, right. doing things in English at school. Um, for me, it was just more of getting used to law school life and, you know, each professor would have their own teaching style. And of course, I, w- I wasn't that used to the cold calling. Mm-hmm. So even as a native English speaker, it's still difficult because it may not be your personality to always raise your hand. Yeah. So when you get called on, especially mm-hmm. if it's a subject or a class you didn't particularly like, or perhaps you didn't do the reading, or maybe it's just it's just not you to be that involved in class it's a little difficult but I think after the first few weeks or the first few times you get called on it gets better right because you get used to it and you know you should always be trying to be better you know catch up with the readings right put the work in right and so you once you do the stuff once you know what what you the readings are I mean you, you should be comfortable with the material enough to be able to answer any question that you get and you know you get asked in class and it's always good I mean so one thing I thought was good was study groups right which I didn't do so much first year Mm -hmm. but second year at least my first semester of 12 year it worked Mm -hmm. I mean it was so I mean I could explain my own experience and then you could explain your experience regarding study groups right so like I said one year I didn't really do it because I just wanted to be able to know myself first with the material, with law school mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. What were my strengths, what were my weaknesses? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was more content to study by myself. Mm-hmm. Of course, if I needed, you know, I, I would always meet up with someone to ask each other questions that we had about the material, but never, let's say, outline together. 
I didn't do that. But two a year I did. Mm-hmm. And one thing I found important is to make sure you, you find someone who is who takes things as seriously as you do. Mm-hmm. Maybe not too seriously because then it's sort of a strict. <laughs> you know, you can't really get any fun out of it. Right. And not too laid back because then you'll never get anything done. Right. But somewhere in between, I think, is good. And it worked because we were able to go through the material from beginning to end mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you won't always understand uh, every part of the class, obviously. Right. So having someone else go through the, the path with you really helped. Right. Uh, for myself, I studied with my friends, very close friends. Um, we talked about what we learned from the professor in corporations law. We talked so about, this is two all year? Yes. Okay. We talked about what he said, what he mentioned, and we went over cases and rules and holdings and issues, and it was really, really helpful, and it was really, really fun. That's mm-hmm. the important part, I think. Um, and during one all year, did you try it at all? Study groups? During one all year, I kind of formed a group that studied together, but we never actually discuss some issues mm. but so what do you think was the main problem what went wrong or what could you have done better as a 1L as a 1L I think I did well <laughs> well regarding uh, study groups I meant uh, so what would have been a better plan I guess I think my 1L ear um you know, you don't have to form a study group, right? Right. So I think the way it was, I'm satisfied with. Okay. But, um, you know, English is my second language. Right. I wanted to talk more and discuss some issues. So um, it's been one year and almost seven months, I guess. Now I'm a little bit comfortable with speaking with other you know, students, discuss some issues. So now I'm kind of forming the study groups, I guess. Okay. So, so back then, I think I could not have been done better. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think an important part is being confident, right? especially one a year. Because if you start thinking, oh, I'm, I won't do good, oh, you know, I'll never get it, right. it's really going to hurt yourself, I think. So you have to be confident. Not too confident because then... You sort of don't do anything. <laughs> right, right. And you see those people, you know, they don't, they're too laid back. Right. That's never good. But, you know, you have to be confident. I just want to say that, you know, everybody is different. Everybody has his or her own strengths and weaknesses. So grades are important. But even if you don't get good grades, I think that's not, not very uh, uh, important issue. So if you're good at networking and if you have very good attitude, that that can stand out even more, you know. So I I think students who get uh, students who get low LSAT scores or low GPAs have to know that they they can be as valuable as other students or more valuable to law firms. I learned that. At a law firm, there are three types of people. First one is 
grinder. Second one is <laughs> minder. Third one is finder. So grinders are very smart people who uh, start and finish. Who start and finish their work, and minders or who mind other people's work and push their work to um, make their greatest results. Mm-hmm. And finder is those who find clients and bring them into the law. Oh, I see. Okay, I see what you So there are many types of law, uh, talents at a law firm. You should be proud of yourselves and just keep going, do what you want, dream big. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should always aim, obviously, to get good grades, but don't be discouraged if, you know, first semester, one year, you don't do as well as you wanted to. Yeah. You know, we all know, at least the people that know how law school works, every class has a curve, grading curve. Right. So not everyone can get A's, but you always should try and get that A. You know, don't get discouraged if you don't get good grades. Mm-hmm. Obviously... In order to get the most prestigious position, you would need good grades. You know, that's just how it works. But I would say experience counts just as much. You know, try and do something other than, you know, after class. So, for example, my, my second semester, one all year, I went and volunteered with the IRS regarding income tax. Mm-hmm. And... Actually, you know, that might be helpful to me because I'm thinking of if I decide to go into tax law, it's actually a very good position I might get at an accounting firm regarding tax law. You know, you never know what you might get, right. what would happen in the future. Right. And if you don't do anything, you don't, you know, you don't get anything. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But so if you, if you can just like, you know, just plant a seed here and there and then maybe you might get... Yeah. A nice fruit later on. Sure. You, know, you never know. Yeah. You never know. All right. I think our time is up now. So, yeah. Next time, I want to talk about poker and lawyer. <laughs> the, the similarities between playing poker and lawyering. Yeah. We could talk about uh, the different mindsets and different practices. Yeah. So, like, what is the difference between litigation and negotiation? You know, it's good. Like, what? Well, Good. How someone reacts to certain things, right. what strategies we see yeah. from practicing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It should be good. All right. It should be good. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for having me again. You know, to our audience, again, we apologize if we haven't been a regular, <laughs> you know, we haven't been posting things regularly. Yeah. But we, we, we're trying. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying so our best. Let's see if we can start something again. Right. Start the ball rolling okay. and see where it goes. All right. See All you right. later. Bye. Right. Take care. Stay tuned. Essentials. <laughs>